Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just a quick intro this time around before we get into the main part of today's episode. Uh, firstly, I want to thank all of you who tuned in for our first world-building episode last week. Hopefully you all found it interesting to sit in on us uh, coming up with stuff for our D&D world. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we're definitely going to be doing more of them. Uh, next week's bonus episode, in fact, is also going to be a world-building episode. Uh, I'll be joined by Amy, who you'll all recognise as Madame Sway in our current Call of Cthulhu storyline, and we're going to be talking about the dwarven town of Shalefast, and more specifically, the pub in that town that her Curse of Penance player character, Meg, owns and runs. I uh, hope you'll all tune in for that, it should be a good time. Okay, let's quickly recap what happened in our last episode. Our protagonists, Barnard Hardcastle, Alistair Fentworth and Madame Sway awoke on the morning of their first full day in the seaside town of Twynham-on-Sea. After a short breakfast, they each set about their own business. Uh, Barnard paid a visit to his friend and comrade from the Great War, Jenkins, uh, who was convalescing in the town's sanitarium. Alistair went for a walk on the windswept clifftops uh, overlooking the, uh, the bay near the town, and while there uh, spotted a large forbidding manor house uh, behind high walls and thick gates. Finally, Madame Sway uh, visited the theatre briefly to drop off a letter of introduction in hopes of finding employment before heading to the largest building in town, the church. Inside, after a brief uh, but unsettling conversation with a young local girl, she spotted the priest leading a police officer through the church to the private chambers. Wanting to avoid any uh, contact with the law, she left the church but was quickly overtaken by the police officer who ran past her and was violently sick outside. Questioning him, she was told that the church's verger had been killed in a most gruesome manner. That's pretty much where we left off, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. So we left off our last episode with uh, Madame Sway encountering a, a rather uh, distressed member of the local police force uh, who had just witnessed a uh, the scene of a grisly death in the in the church. Uh, Madame Sway didn't see this herself, uh, but with no inclination to go in and. Uh, and uh, check out the whole situation. She was leaving and heading to back towards the theatre. Um, I think, yeah. Let, let's continue with Madame Sway first, uh, and then we will pick up. We, we can. Um, we'll pick up with the others in a little in a little bit. So you are leaving the churchyard, uh, making your way out through the the large pair of uh, wrought iron gates and back onto the high street. It's looking a little bit more. Uh, sort of a, a little bit more bustling. I mean, it's not a particularly large or, or busy town, really. Uh, but compared to when you were sort of first making your way down here to the theatre to drop off your letter, it's a little um, a little bit busier. There's a few more people moving around. Uh, one or two cars. Uh, it's you know, it's there's not a huge <laughs> amount in the way of um, 
vehicle traffic in the town but there's somebody moving a horse and cart around you know it's mid late morning now so it's kind of um this is about as alive as you would think the town would get uh so yes you are in the high street um did you say you were heading back towards the theater is that right yes she's going to go and purchase a ticket for the performance Okay, so um, walking up to the the front doors, when it, when you previously visited, they were they were all closed, and you sort of snuck in a, a side door. Uh, the front entrance way to the theatre is now open. Uh, the sort of glass doors at the front have had their their curtains pulled back, and um, one of them has been sort of locked open. Um, making your way inside, there is a small sort of box office window, and behind it is a kind of bored looking uh, young man. You put him early 20s, uh, is reading a paperback book. He looks up when you walk in. Oh, uh, hello there, miss. Uh, what can I do for you? Yes, I I did hear that there was another a performance here this evening. and. Uh, oh, no, not tonight, miss. Uh, t- tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Then tomorrow. Uh, that's fine. Um, I was just wondering if I could purchase a ticket. Uh, yes. Uh, he he takes a ticket from a, a stack next to um, next to a cash register. Um, they're not too expensive. You you can easily you know you've got you've got enough money to, to pick up a ticket, and uh, he hands it to you. Thank you. Um, is it possible to see um, to get autographs at all from the performers? Oh well, after uh, the show. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. Uh, I'm sure they'd be uh, they'd be open to that. Uh, Mostly uh, local players, so it uh, <laughs> shouldn't be a problem. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. So, is there anything else I can help you with today, miss? No, thank you. That's for, You're very welcome. And she's going to... Good day. Good day. He tips his cap and goes back to his book. She's just going to wander back. Um, Sway's just uh, going to casually walk back towards the... Um, boarding house to try it and every now and again taking a little tip of her bottle to set <laughs> steady her nerves. nerves yeah uh oh, i mean yeah i mean we're, we're right after the harrowing tale from the policeman um mm. okay gruesome, so, gruesome discovery <laughs> yeah. um okay so yeah you're making your way up the road sort of having a sort of sly drink here and there and i would say that she does look vis- visibly kind of like oh a little shaken. A little, like, pale, but quite pale and not really okay. where she's going. Yeah, no, no, I, I fully, yeah, I can I can see that. Okay, so you, you're not really, would you say you're not really paying too much attention to people around you or anything then? You're just sort of, just sort of making your she, way up the road. Yeah, her mind, she's kind of daydreaming and not really with it and just following the path towards the she would be able to meander through the crowd but not if someone like uh, bumped into her she probably wouldn't be quite startled she would probably be quite startled okay so speaking of your head's in the clouds a little bit as you're you're sort of mulling over trying to sort of steady your nerves and you almost walk directly into Alistair oh so you've you've come you're sort of Making your way back into town from your walk. Hmm. Um, again, you, you're sort of mulling over a little bit of um, what you what you saw, but it was you didn't really see anything too freaky or anything. There's definitely nothing in the way of distressed policemen or anything. No. Um, so you, you've made your way back sort of into the centre of town. You're kind of near to the pub that you and um, 
Barnard went to last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you run into Madame Sway, you recognise. What's the time of day at the moment? It's probably about, coming up to about half ten. So it's still morning time? Still morning, yeah. Right, okay, so I'm all going, ah, Madame Sway, good morning. Oh, I'm quickly hiding the bottle. <laughs> Slight of hand. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness, what a morning. I'm so sorry. You're quite all right, my dear. You seem a little bit shaken. Not really. Um, it was distressing. Most distressing um, encounter with a policeman up at the, the, the church. He's, the policeman? He's been a murder. There's been a, some sort of murder. Murder? Or death. And, oh, it was awful. It was, it was, it was, it was so violent. He, he was sick. Threw up right in front of me. Slow down, my dear. Slow down. You're saying that someone's been killed in the church? I believe so. The policeman ran out as fast as he could. He came. He came in with the vicar, and and then I I went to I went to go talk to the vicar, but um, they were they were talking about something, and I didn't want to intrude, and so I left. And and then all of a sudden, the policeman he he ran out. He he started throwing up. He was the Violent, violently sick, and oh my goodness, he was. Well, he said that the he he'd split in two, or the verger, something about a verger. Good grief! He got him. It was, and then he said he was dead, and and uh, and he wasn't the only one. It's oh. Well, being cut in, t- being split in half would kill you. Uh, I th- I think you need to sit down, my dear. A stiff drink might do you some good. Let's go to the tavern and sit you down. I came here for my nerves. Well, maybe that was poor judgment on your part. Uh, I had a... Beatrice wouldn't do that to me. She was, she, she was very forthright in her... Um, I need to, she's going to pull out her bottle and have a big, uh, quite a large swig of it. Not even hiding it at this point. <laughs> Not even hiding it at this no. point. Just, just openly guzzling it in the street. <laughs> Do that while she's covering it with her hand. She's trying to sneak it. <laughs> There's no brown paper bags, I'm afraid. No. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> okay, so um, the two of you are fairly near to the pub as yeah. well. If that is where you're looking to sort of steer things. Yeah, I mean, by this time they'd be just about open in the morning. Kind of thought. Let's say yes. Yeah, let's say yes. <laughs> yeah. About this time, okay, so. Yeah, uh, I lead Madame Sway gently over to the pub and um, open the door. Okay. And um, I look for the nearest table to the door, and then we... Yeah, there's a small round table. The The, the pub appears to be fairly empty at mm. this point in the day. Um, same barman is uh, behind uh, behind the bar. Looks up as you enter, but doesn't really say anything. Right, so... he does. There's a flick of recognition. He does remember you from the previous evening. Okay. But, uh, really say anything right uh, okay so I um, I help Madam Sway down to a chair and I look up and call to the barman and say let me get a double whiskey please double whiskey yeah alright coming back up thank you my good man now Madam Sway start from the beginning tell me about everything that happened uh- I went to the church because I wanted to talk to the vicar about what kind of situation there is in the village. I'm, I'm thinking of coming here to work. I see. But 
when I entered the church, there was a poor, frail little girl in the front, in, in the next row, that was quite upset. And I, I thought maybe if I introduced myself, she would let me, she would maybe introduce me to the vicar, and the, and that way I, I could maybe give her some comfort at the same time, and, and I could know, get to know them a bit. She tells me that people have been going missing, and then policemen and the vicar came rushing in the door. They went to, I'm presuming, the anti- his office or his private chambers, and I don't like the police. The police make me very nervous. I see. And, Go on. And, and I heard Ray's voices, so I didn't want to intrude, so I left. And then the policeman came running out behind me, and out the front door, and when was violently sick, cry not crying, but really very shaken himself. I, I gave him a little bit of whiskey to try and steady his nerves, and, and he tells me about the, the, the vicar. He's that he's dead. That that he's just this verger. The verger's got him off. Something. To, it was very unclear, and I didn't really want to. He was the sick and smell and oh, I just I just wanted to get out of there. I did not want to have any more to do with it. So I I wished him luck and I hoped he caught him and 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 then I left, and and that's all I know. She's going to put, play with her hands in front of her and wait patiently for the whiskey now. <laughs> the uh, the barman uh, brings it over at this point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you, my good fellow. All right. Here, my dear, drink this. It'll help. Thank you. Thank you. Most grisly business. Grisly indeed. Death, murder, some foul thing. Oh. Sounds like a horrid evisceration. What sort of thing you expect in a quiet seaside town? To do to the church of all places. Well, there were people inside waiting for his service. Yes. Whoever did it must have been bold indeed to commit such a crime on such a sacrosanct. Oh place. God! Do you not think? Do you think it was the policeman himself? Oh God! I honestly wouldn't know. She's going to take a big, deep swig of the whiskey, <laughs> thinking this. <laughs> she just <laughs> helped a murderer. I would, I would, I would say pace yourself, my dear, but I don't think that's going to help, is it? I'm just, I'm just looking to see if there's a drinking stat, but I don't think there is. <laughs> uh, there is. It's at the bottom of the sheet. Um, level of slosh. <laughs> I actually looked then. You made me feel like... <laughs> I thought and then, like, I started scrolling before you... Uh, <laughs> oh, you have finished. to leave that in. Yeah. Scrolling <laughs> yeah. on epic level. Statistic. I love it. Oh, dear. Um, okay, so... Right. Okay, so Madam Sway's clearly very distressed at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me, what are you thinking? I can... Well, I think Alistair is sort of considering what the next, the best thing to do is. I mean, he's he's not law enforcement. He's not anything like that. He's an archaeologist. He sort of doesn't know whether he should be investigating this. I mean, he's clearly concerned about Madame Sway because she seems really distressed yes and ever so slightly hiding something but um you could say that about all of us suspicious uh I I'm okay uh, a bit of dialogue here already um dialogue away uh I've just had a thought have you have you seen Bernard today my dear our other lodger 
the other gentleman that was in the train with us? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not since this morning. I wonder if he's aware of what's happened. Oh, you don't think he... Uh, the, the young girl did say that this has been going on for a while. It's a few days at least. So this the is not... A, involved. So this is not a one-off incident then? Well, she said that people were missing and they'd just gone, left, unexpectedly. Um, some people may have... They thought that they'd gone on trips, but they hadn't. Was one example she gave. Something about her... her, her was it her neighbor's son? Her, yeah, her neighbor's son. Um, he was out fishing and just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Never came back. Yes, one boy went out fishing and never came back. Out in the bay? Yes. Well, in the harbour, I think she said. See. Well, this is most distressing. Poor child. Poor any of them. But children, you feel awful. Such innocence. Uh, Madam Sway, I think it would be a wise idea if one of us went to look for Bernard and uh, inform him of what's happening, if he's not aware of it already. Uh, Do you think you'd be up to that task? I don't even know where he could be. Do you want me to go back to the lodgings and wait for him? Might be Is worth, that what you're suggesting? It might be worth inquiring at the lodgings about where he might have gone. I'm... I'm probably getting out of my depth here, but... I think I need to go and have a look at this, uh, incident at the church. Well, you're clearly shaken up. I don't want you coming back with me. I don't think it'd be no, fair No, I'd, I'd rather not see... I'd rather not see a corpse. Well, quite. So if you, uh... Nothing. Just gather your nerves, finish up your drink, and when you're ready... Head back to the lodgings and uh, see if you can find Bernard's whereabouts. I'm going yes. to, uh, well, I'm going, I'm going uh, corpse hunting. Do be careful. Don't, don't overstress yourself. It's, it's not worth it. But uh, I will, I will, I will go back to the lodgings and, and wait for him and inquire at the desk and see if they possibly know where he may have gone. Wise girl. If, uh, if you leave the lodgings. And I'm not back before then. Leave me a note or something, and I'll come find you. Oh, oh I can guarantee you, I probably will not leave the this evening, given what has occurred. <laughs> you have no doubt about that. Well, if you, well, if you can help it, try not to leave the lodgings. But uh, I'll come back soon and let you know what I've found out, if anything. Do be yeah, careful. Yeah. And, and you. And with that, I stand up. Uh, give her a, a look of reassurance, and then I leave the pub. I turn left. Yes. Is this basically where the yes, ship? Yes, the ship. Yeah. Right. So I go left, and I walk down the street towards the old cobbles, and into the churchyard. Okay. I think at that point, let's cut to Barnard. So, with Barnard then, we last left you, uh, you you decided to walk back to the lodgings uh, following your visitation with uh, your friend Jenkins. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's actually quite a nice day out, the the, the mist is beginning to clear and it's a little bit sunny. I was going to say you find yourself in good mood, but um, (laughs) that is 100% up to you. How, How do you find yourself? Um, yeah, as as close to a good mood as Barnard can possibly get, which is probably a normal person's middling. 
Okay. Um, I think that the time when Jenkins has probably put him into sort of normalcy. Hmm. So, yeah, wandering down the road and kind of trying to take in the environment a little bit, um, get a sense of the scenery and what have you. Hmm. Um, th- this area isn't particularly well built up. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of houses here and there becoming more uh, more dense as you as you make your way back towards uh, the, the sort of town area itself and it's not long before you reach uh, a bridge over the railway line and find yourself in a very familiar uh, sort of street near to the um, near to the lodgings uh, is there anything particular you would like to do or are you just sort of pretty much heading straight there um, yeah, let's just keep going down the road. If there's any people walking by, then he's taking a moment to have a look at them and sort of clock the local character, let's say. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, we're just kind of taking a leisurely stroll back to the lodgings. Yeah, I mean, you you do pass um, what seems to be a um, a couple who are heading in the opposite direction to you. They don't appear, from their dress, they don't appear sort of local if you know what i mean they they sort of they look a little bit fancy addressed and the um the there's a it's a man and a woman and the man is carrying a um a sort of suitcase of sorts the woman is holding a uh, handkerchief over her mouth she doesn't look she doesn't look that ill or anything not at least um visibly but they seem to be heading towards the sanitarium okay well noting them but not really taking anything more than their appearance in, I suppose. We'll just keep going and uh, head on. Okay, all right. Uh, so, yeah, you've, you'll find yourself shortly um, outside the, the lodgings. You're about to open the door uh, when you hear footsteps on the, on the pavement and looking around, you see Madam Sway heading towards you. Mr. Barnard, have you got a minute? Mm, yes, mm, yes, sorry, Ma- Madam Sway, Sway was it? Yes, Madam Sway. Mr. Barnard, if, if you just outside with me for a moment, I'd like to talk to you about something rather private. The most distressing has happened, and, and you need to know. Come with me, please. Certainly. And uh, he follows on. To uh, there was a small sort of alleyway around the corner that you had a quiet smoke in the previous evening, if that's... Yes, I shall go down there and I have a cigarette in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, but I've, I've, I've had a very, very nervous day and this helps. Um, yeah, she's, you seem quite shaken, my dear. What what, what, uh, what have you witnessed? Some horrible thing has happened at the church. I, I think the, the vicar has been either murdered or some foul accident has occurred. It's, it's, it's just terrible news. And Mr. 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 Alistair's gone up to check it out. And I'm a, I'm a little frightful for his, for his safety, sir. The police are here, and even they don't seem to know what to do where it is. And apparently the other people have been going missing as well. This, this is all a lot to take in. I'm... I'm... I'm only here to visit my friend, and he kind of looks out into the street to see if there's any sign of, like, are there any police officers? Or is, is there any movement to indicate that something is happening in the village at the moment? Nothing out of the ordinary, no. Uh, not at least from where you where you're standing. Uh, 
There's, it's, it doesn't seem deserted. There's a couple of people, you, as you watch some, you know, a couple of people sort of ambling past the end of the road and that, but um, there's no sound of sirens or anything. Okay. Um, well, turning back to Madam Sway then, um, Bonard's going to continue with... Um, you, you seem perhaps a little uh, hysterical, um, and he kind of looks her over to try and gauge whether or not this is perhaps just a woman in hysterics, and that given his experiences, <laughs> is this worth his time? She just gives him a pointed look. I do not appreciate that kind of attitude, sir. Apologies, apologies. I'm a man who's seen a great deal in... Well, I can imagine that a woman in your circumstance and experience has perhaps not seen quite as much as I might have. Could you describe exactly what it is that's gone on? Like, what is it? Tell me what you were told. What did you see? Or what, what we, what's shaken you so much? The policeman came out of the church and told us, told me, that the vicar had been split in two. In two? In two. Just as a clarification, that the vicar was the one who you saw walking through the church with the policeman. The verger was oh. the one who had been killed. Ah, oh, okay. Um, I don't know if that's a term that's... Vergers? I mean, that's what they call them in the church here. I don't know. Sort of like a, like his second kind of mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah, the guy that lights the candles and what have you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the verger was killed as well. Oh. Well, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I'm not here to people's problems, but... Neither am I, but... <sighs> I, I don't know this Alistair gentleman very well that I... Uh, we got to know each other a little last night, but I, I suppose I should follow in his footsteps. I've, I've finished my activities for the day, so what better than uh, a little investigation, I suppose. Uh, what would you be doing with the rest of your day, my dear? Well, I'm certainly not being left here by myself, alone. I'd rather be in the company of two people who seem to know what they're exactly what they're doing. Could you, you stand and return to the church? I can stand out with the room that the bodies are in, I suppose. You bear with me a moment, I, sh I go and fetch some salts in case I have a faint. Certainly. And uh, I have something I need to collect myself from my room. I'll... Shall we meet back in the foyer in uh, five minutes? Yes. Thank and uh, with that, let's let's both head inside and <laughs> I'm going to head up to my room and grab the item from the bottom of my bag that I made an allusion to when we were playing last time. Uh, okay. Um, I think then, so while you two are heading inside, we'll cut back to Alistair. Yep. You make your way to the church. You haven't uh, you haven't been here yet, but it's fairly easy to find your way. It's the tallest building in the area. Mm. There does appear as you as you enter to be a growing um, number of uh, villagers being sort of ushered out of the church by a um, a, little, a pale looking policeman. Um, I'm assuming he's the one that's been throwing up. You could maybe guess that. You can't see any others. Uh, as, as you make your way there and uh, the, the, there is a man in priestly robes is sort of smoothing them down and sort of making half-hearted apologies to the, the parishioners as they're 
sort of being escorted out. Right. Okay. So, is this uh, this crowd is in the main walkway down towards the church? And I'm guessing it's based on the priory. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're, they're kind of a couple of people are sort of hanging around by the doorway because they've they've been ushered out, but a sort of you know curiosity's taken over as to what's causing this. They haven't been told, you know. <laughs> you know, really, what's going on? They just been so. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you know, you have to, yes. have to leave for now. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are, you know, they've been ushered out, and they they don't look happy about it. But they're they're sort of making their way oh. away from the church. Right. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm probably I'm probably not going to be able to get in through the front. They're going to push me off. Well, you could you could try and go in through the front. I'm just saying that they're escorting people out that way. Right. It's possible there's what? a side entrance. You can't see any from where you are. Well, you see, this is what I'm thinking. Right, I'm going... Alistair is going to go forward into the crowd of people to try and overhear what's being said to the parishioners as they're being ushered away. All right, all right. Try and listen in for... Um, listen out for what's being said, if anything at all. Okay, so you, you get a little bit closer uh, into the crowd and you can hear... Um, you begin to hear the the voice of the the priest, who is sort of he, he's he's apologetic, but and he doesn't appear as shaken as the uh, well, not that you heard the policeman, but just abstractly, he doesn't appear that too shaken, really. Um, he sort of he's he's apologising that. Well, I'm very sorry, uh, Mrs. Um, Mrs. White, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you this evening for evening services, I'm sure. And will you bring your husband along? And he's, he's quite sort of... He, he, doesn't, he doesn't appear as bothered as you should think he should be, considering what Madam Sway told you. Yeah. Seems a bit disconnected from the whole event. Yeah, I mean, maybe he might just be putting on a, you know, putting on a... Brave face. A, 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 a air of professionalism. You don't mm. know. You don't know him. You don't know that, but... Just given what Madam Sway has told you, it's it, it appears he he's sort of saying things that you would think. Well, when you hear him say, "Oh, well, I'm sure we'll see you this evening," it strikes you as if a man had been murdered here, would they be open this evening? You know, that sort of yeah. Would they would they not have considered just closing it off completely? Hmm. Um. Okay. So okay, Alistair, I look to the vicar, mm-hmm. and uh, I pipe up with a question. Basically, just like one of the crowd. So, excuse me, my dear chap. What's actually going on? Oh, n- nothing to be worried about. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe we've been introduced, my son. Uh, my name is Alistair. Um, I'm visiting, and heard there was a commotion. Oh, look, as I say, nothing to be worried about. Uh, we we just uh, had a little bit of an incident in the in the private chambers, but um, just just for. Just for a, an hour or so, we'll be closed. I'm sure we'll be open again for this evening's services. Uh, if, if if that's uh, if that's what you were here for, I'm sure we can uh, we can accommodate you in the church. Uh, yes, that would be uh, that would be splendid. So this evening, you say? Yes, yes. Uh, evening, I'm sure evening song will uh, go on as as normal at uh, six o'clock. Right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. And uh, I turn around and sort of walk off to the side of the crowd of mm-hmm. the parishioners. Okay. And just sort of mumbling to myself, if they've got 
severed bodies lying all over the place. Why the hell would they be open again later? This is a crime scene, surely. I'm going to see if I'm going to have to find a way in. The, the, em the empty air does not answer your question. I don't give a flying fuck about the empty air. <laughs> um, okay, so... Suspicions. I, I have... I'm airing suspicion for the benefit of the listener. Uh, okay, so at this point I'm going to look back to the church and see if I can spot any other way okay. to bypass. So you're sort of looking, sort of doing a loop crowd. kind of thing. Yeah, kind of doing a loop, just looking to see if there is another way I can get in without trying to barge past the vicar and the policeman. Because clearly I won't get in that way. Okay. So I want you to make a navigate check for me. Navigate? You're trying to, you're trying to make your way around and... Um, Putting your uh, archaeological uh, exploring brain to the test, mm -hmm. you surmise that church this big, there would probably be some kind of side entrance. Yeah, at some point, there'd be so. another way in, usually via the annex or something. Yes. So, okay. So, what am I rolling? Which die? Uh, I believe it's a D one hundred, and which I have here. D one hundred. You've got to get. You're a little bit skilled in it, so you've got to get under thirty four. Right. Uh, do I have the D ten as well? Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, the two if you've got one with zeros on it, call that the tens, um, and oh, then the, the one with the singles is the number. So say you rolled a three on the a thirty, that would yeah. be. Uh, say you rolled a thirty on the one and four on the other, your number would be thirty-four that you rolled. Right. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Rolling there. Ooh, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. That is just a fail. Just a fail. <laughs> but. Only just, so Only just. I'm going to be uh, a little bit lenient here, I think, Bless and you. say that <laughs> you don't immediately find it, but uh, you have some difficulty getting uh, your way around a rather rather prickly fence uh, and hedge combination. It, okay, right. And all that, you know, you tear the arm of your um, of your jacket up just slightly. It's a little... Okay, so... Oh, blast. <laughs> just what I need. Um, but yeah, after a few minutes, you do manage to find your way. You sort of do a, a bit of a loop around the whole church building. It's quite a large church. You know, it's not... It, it takes you some time to get around it. And you do eventually find what you think is the... It must be the side entrance to the priest's quarters. Right. Excellent. So, uh, I, I make my way around. I see the door. Mm -hmm. Ah, that looks more like it. So I walk up and try to open the door. It appears that somebody has tried to lock it, but as you as you as you do it, the the door comes free, opens, and you get the sense that this door has been damaged. But it swings open. Damaged from the outside or the inside? Can I? I feel like this is going to be another skill check. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what are we going to use for this? Um, Intelligence. Yeah, we could just do a straight intelligence check, I suppose. Uh, yep. Mm. Okay, so... 76. Rubbish. 76. You can't tell whether it was broken from the outside or the inside. It just appears... You can just tell it's not quite right. Alistair needs glasses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, Distracted from his battle with the hollybush. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, in fact, actually, no, you can't even tell whether you just broke it. it oh. Well, that's just wonderful. Okay, uh, I... Hey, you've rolled 76. Well, that's <laughs> fine, yeah. So, okay, Alistair then, uh, I open the door and I cautiously 
step inside, mm. surveying. Okay, the you, find, you find yourself at the end of a, uh, a corridor. Um, at the far end, there is uh, a sort of a jar wooden door, which, as you look, appears to go into the the main church hall. Uh, to your right is a closed door, and you can just about you can smell something odd. You can't see anybody about here, though, but you can through the, the sort of a jar door at the end. Just here, you can j- just in the distance hear the, the voice of the priest and the, and the policeman. Right. My attention is drawn to the odd scent coming from the right-hand door. Mm. So I, I approach the door and um, cautiously try the uh, handle. Okay. So it's a, it's a pull door. You pull it open and... The first thing that hits you as as it opens is a, the smell is a lot stronger. As you poke your head in, you can see this is an office of some sort, and a sort of it's not a, it's not a small room. You would guess it's a sort of preparatory sort of chamber. There's there's some robes hung up in the corner, um, but as you as you, you sort of stick your head in, you turn and see a very grisly scene. Splayed out on the floor is the remains of a man. His entire midsection has been torn open. You can see his spine, um, and he is he's face up. Um, blood is soaking the flagstones of this room, and the the look on his face is. I mean, it's just slack. He's been, you know, he's not like frozen in a mask of terror or anything like that. He's just dead. He's very dead. And I want you to make a sanity roll for me. Very well. So your current sanity value is 65. Yes. And yeah, it's just a D100 again. D100 and the D10. Yes, as as with the others. So you're trying to get under sixty five here. Ready? Yep. Uh, four. Four. So yeah, you rolled really high. I mean, really low. Really low. Yeah. Okay. So you got a four. So I still want you. It's, it's, it's due to the grisliness of the scene. Yes. Uh, you're going to reduce your sanity value by one. Okay. So you're now down to sixty four. Sixty four. Um, this is not a nice. <laughs> you can see based on Madam Sway's description. Why the policeman was so disturbed? Right. Thank you. Um, so my so my kind of reaction, if I can put in. Sure. Ugh. Ugh. A good thing Madam Sway didn't actually see this. But grief. What kind of thing does that to a man? You're able to collect yourself, and you can see that it does almost look like he's not all here. Well, obviously, you know he's been torn open, but. It's not like a slash wound and then left for dead. It's like slashed and torn open, and this the middle section has been torn out, apart. This wasn't murder. This was brutality. Animal brutality, maybe? What kind of animal does that? Grief, I can see his spine. Ugh. Seems so much easier when it's just a skeleton in a field. Um, Being an archaeologist, yeah, no, it's no, easier no, when there's no like flesh yeah. still hanging to the bone. 
Okay. Okay. So, uh, as you're sort of, you, you, are you performing a closer inspection, or are you just you've you've seen what you needed to see, and you're you're getting out of there? Or um, I'm going to look away from the body for the moment and look around the rest of the room. Hmm. Okay. Is it just the one body in there? Yes. It's just the one. Right. So when I was speaking to Madam Sway, it sounded like there were more. There was more than one victim. No, just this one guy. Right. Okay. Just the one guy. Uh, can I look around the room and see if there's anything else of note? Um, like sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, make uh, now, now that we've started making checks, let's make a lot of checks. <laughs> if you're doing like a bit more of a sort of um, focused investigation, um, is there anything... Okay, what are you specifically trying to do? This is what we, we should be doing, is declaring okay. what you're trying to do before the check. Right, okay. I know um, we sort of did it, but is there, is there anything specific you're looking for? Yes, uh, looking away from the body, I am checking the room for any signs of a struggle or anything that might indicate who or what uh, attacked this man. Like, if it's an animal, are there claw marks in the walls or any trails of blood leading around, any footprints of blood, anything anything that indicates that this wasn't just a case of he's been attacked without his knowledge and just went down and then the culprit vanished. Mm. So some, okay. something must have come into the room, yep, did yep. for him and then left. All right. Um, okay, well, we'll just do for this... I think oh no, intelligence is as good a thing as any. Then really, isn't it? Okay, intelligence then. Yeah, I, there's uh, no wisdom. Like wisdom in, in D and D, uh, perception is a wisdom skill, but mm. it's not here. Okay, rolling. Oh, forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah. Yep. Just about. Just yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, you quickly find it does appear that um, there is some signs of a struggle. Uh, looking about you do see a window in the far corner of the room it's not smashed but it does look like it was almost sort of it, it, it looks a little bit like it was sort of battered open from the outside without smashing the window but it was sort of forced open right so um, it's a kind of on on the hinge but in, inward to the room it's an inward it would open inwards right sort of thing and it's it was sort of forced open inwards okay um yeah, but just general signs of a struggle. You don't see any footprints or anything like that. No claw marks, anything like that? Not really claw marks, no. Um, nothing like scraped in... I, I, I think I get what you're meaning. You're looking for sort of scrapes on the wall and things. Yeah. and Nothing so much, no. You, you, um, no. you get sort of general signs of a struggle and like the carpet's been kicked around a little bit. There was a sort of rug in the centre of the room. Right. Um, just you know, soaked with a bit of blood and that, but okay. yeah, no, no obvious sort of signs of an animal or anything. Mm. If that's what you're sort okay. of thinking. Open window. Maybe not an animal. Something intelligent enough to open it and clamber in. Maybe. I better have another look at the body. So at this point, I look back to the body and check for any personal effects that he might have about his person. I mean, if he's been ripped apart, most of his clothing's probably gone as well, but... Yeah, it's not check, in a good way. Not in a good way, but I'm, I'm just looking to see if there's anything to identify him or identify what happened to um, him. Okay. 
let's go with a spot hidden check for this one then, I think. Very well, my spot hidden. Because you are <laughs> doing a bit more of a focus thing, and I, I yeah. And you wanted me to. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm like, I'm just roll, roll another intelligence check, yeah. roll another intelligence check. That's know. fine. Uh, so I'm 47, I want less than that. Oh, 80. You, you can't find anything on him, like, you, you give him a quick sort of once over, but you, you're a little bit reluctant to sort of stick your hand Poke into his pod, yeah. pocket or anything like that and again but if you, it's just bone it's fine yeah you you would guess though from madame sway's sort of um description of the 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 vicar leading the um the policeman that they they know this was the verger um mm. you obviously don't know him personally no. or anything but yeah but you know you <laughs> from your your kind of slight you know trepidatious in some investigation, you you can't. He hasn't got any sort of obvious personal effects on him. No. Okay. Um. At this point, you can hear the sound of voices coming a little closer from out in the corridor. Right. Not necessarily in the corridor, but you can. Yeah. There's definitely people. And there's back people in the back church. in the main church bit. Right. Uh, oh dear. Better make myself scarce. So uh, at that stage, I think right. I can hear voices. Uh, Alistair leaves the room Mm -hmm. and goes back out the way he came. Right, okay. Trying not to make any noise as he goes. Okay, make a... Again, you were getting all of the checks in at this one. Make a stealth check for me. Stealth check. You're not skilled in this, so you you have to get below 20. Right, I need to get below 20. Yeah, the regular percentage on there is 20%. Um, I... (laughs) I might be wrong here, but probably Call of Cthulhu fans screaming at us that we're misinterpreting the rules, but probably. I think that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, you it know, would be so damn confusing, wouldn't it? If you're not skilled in it, you use the, the built-in number. Right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, ooh, 58. 58. Uh, as right. you... Okay, so as you... <laughs> you're fairly stealthy getting out of the, the, the crime scene room. Yep. Um, but the door that you came in is obviously a little odd in its frame. And as you go to open it, it's it makes a very, very loud creaking sort of uh, hinge sort of like, you know, it's it's a loud door. Right. Um, you don't hear any shouts from the next room or whatever, but you, that's mainly because you quite quickly make yourself scarce. Right. And, uh, yes. Okay, so I've reached the outside, but not without making noise. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, at this point, let's cut back to the other two then. So gather, you've gathered your what, what each of you were gathering from upstairs was um, Barnard your uh, your item and uh, Madame Sway. What were you What were you grabbing from your room? Uh, a small bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting a, getting a refill. <laughs> yeah, and also um, taking her handgun in her purse. Ooh, okay. So take her handgun with her. Better she's gotten serious now. She's gotten serious. She's had a fright. She's gotten serious. Yeah, no, no, it's fair enough. Okay, so the meeting up back downstairs out, out front then. Um, uh, what would you like to be doing? I assume we shall just head straight to the church then. Oh, certainly. And off we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the, the two of you make your way back through town. It's a sort of well-trodden route at this point. Uh, and into the churchyard. Uh, as you, as as you enter, the, there's no obvious sign of uh, Alistair straight away. Um, but as you sort of approach a bit more towards the entrance way, you see him sort of stepping back into the graveyard from a different entrance. That you you sort of um, little um, you know, from where you, you weren't expecting him to. 
he sort of seems to be re-entering from a side entrance is what's all I'm saying okay seeing this um, I'm gonna kind of nod in his direction say uh, there are, there was our traveling companion should we join him yes I want to toddle over in there hello uh, Alistair ah Bernard Bernard even I uh, good to see you Madam Sway did you see, did you find anything? I did. Did you see anything? I did. I managed oh, to... Oh, grisly. Uh, I... Very, very grisly. I got into the offices at the back of the church. And, uh... The description that you partly gave me was uh, more or less correct. There's a man lying down in there. Looks like the verger. His midsection is completely gone. Oh, maker in heaven. Yes. Quite, uh, quite the sight. Was there any indication of what might have caused this? Nothing I could see. There's definitely signs of a struggle. But there's a window uh, that looked like it was battered open from the outside. So whoever or whatever did this got in that way, I'm assuming. Did you check the area around the window outside? Did you, was there evidence that it was broken in? or? I'm afraid I didn't have much of a chance. All I know is that the window was was open inward to the room but I heard no- I heard voices from inside so I got out of there pretty sharpish okay um point B at this window Where, whereabouts on the building was it ah uh, where are we ah yes straight down the other end and on the right just by the corner as the path dips down towards the stream you'll find the window there see. I'm not sure about the two of you, but that sounds like a, uh, a useful point to investigate, shall we? Uh, I'm still game, I suppose. What about you, madam? Yes, well, as long as you boys keep the gore as far as possible, but I'm if, I'm, I, if I have to, will you allow me to lean on you for strength? If it gets a bit too... Certainly, my dear. If you must. Okay, so the three of you then are, I take it, going to make your way back around the church in the way that um, Alistair directed. Directed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, leading the way, or you just sort of? Uh, I will. I'll lead the way. Yes. Okay. Um, who's who's sway leading on at the moment? That's, that's up to her. Uh, I was quite happy to go in the middle. All right, in the middle. So, yep, I'm leading forward. Uh, uh, walking just there that's the window Yeah, uh, Alistair's pointing to a it's not that high up on the building really uh, but the ground is sort of sloping downwards so you, you think inside it would be a sort of kind of normal height window but where you stood outside there's a, a small drop from it yeah. um, okay um, it, is the window still open right now? It, it's, it, it's a little bit ajar yes yeah, and given you said there were um, voices and what have you, can we hear anybody inside the room right now? I'm not, I'm not going to make you check for this if you're just sort of listening briefly. Um, yeah, I'm just listening to hear if there's the obvious sounds of people in there. Not straight away, no. You, you can't okay. hear anything. If there is, they're talking quietly. But you can't hear right. anything too much from the outside. Um, is there anything... 
overt on the outside of the building in, in terms of like, is there a sign of somebody having scrambled up the wall or something propped up so that somebody could get in through that window? Is it, I'm assuming it's high enough off the ground that you're going to have to do something to get through it. It would be a bit of a jump, yeah. Um, make an intelligence check for me. 80. 80. I think that's a little... Uh, I'm just bringing up Barnard Sheet. An intelligence check. Uh, oh, yeah, you had to get below 50 on that. Oh, um, nothing nothing really jumps out at you um, as sort of like there's no kind of obvious signs of anyone scrambling up the wall or anything like that you know it's um, okay yeah uh, turning to the others then well, I can't see any indication of anybody struggling to get in here it looks like they've just kind of pushed the window open and gotten in has anyone checked the path Will we check the path you, you can check if you marks. like yeah I would like to check the path to see okay. if there's any marks. Can I get a um, can I get intelligence check from you, please? But aiming for below fifty again, sixty. Oh. <laughs> Did a little bit better than Varna with with sixty, oh. but um, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, again, there's no obvious marks. You you can see as you're fairly close to it. I will say you, you you're not going to find everything. But there does it, you know. It, there's some slight signs that somebody may have walked here at some point. You have no idea. It, there's nothing incriminating. It just it, it's it's not pristine grass. But then mm-hmm. a lot of the graveyard isn't really pristine grass. You know, people people walk in it all the time. I think. Does it follow a, a straight path? Well, there is a sort of paved there? pathway that you heading down, sort of down the hill, uh, where you are. Um, so any marks sort of on the grass that they, they, they sort of terminated the pathway okay they've obviously he may have walked along this path and joined up to that path over there you see looking down the, down the pathway it, it sort of heads to the bottom of um, a sort of short hill uh, the, the church is sort of on the top of it and it terminates in sort of a T-junction uh, the bottom of the T-junction is right next to a river. Um, looking around further then, um, and kind of thinking about the fact that the body's been heavily mutilated, uh, turning to Alistair, I'm going to ask her, uh, so we, the mess in the room, was was there any kind of trail out? It, it seems like the kind of affair that would have created all kinds of mess and gore and viscera should have been strewn about the place, I would have thought. Was it is there any indication of where the, the assailant might have travelled afterwards? Not that I could see. Splatters all over the room itself, but uh, I didn't notice anything on the way in or out. Strange. The, the midsection of a man missing, but the, the midsection itself or an evidence of where it might have gone, is there's none of it. Does that mean that something consumed the midsection of that man? That was my first thought. Some some kind of animal, perhaps. Surely there would have been more mess if he had been killed there. Well, that's what I thought, but there was no sign of any... There was no claw marks, no scratches, not even uh, footprints of anything. Just a, pile of, uh, just a pool of blood, splatters around the room, and the man's missing midsection. And what manner of animal might jump through a window like that? What manner indeed...
Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back next week with another world-building bonus episode, so be sure to tune in for that. Our next story episode, episode 45, continuing from where we left off today, will be available, as usual, in two weeks' time, on Thursday, the 28th of February. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend With Dice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd really love to hear what you all thought of the podcast. So, for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.